One bright, circular object has been observed moving through Earth's skies for millennia. Every person on the planet has seen this object. We call it the Moon, Earth's natural satellite. Since the dawn of civilization, one of the great mysteries of the universe has been hanging over our heads. The Moon controls so much of what happens on Earth. It affects the ocean tides, regulates our circadian rhythms, even our seasons, such as the Harvest Moon or the Hunter's Moon. Pagans and the ancient Druids believed the Moon had a relationship with fertility and the menstrual cycle. In the world of the occult, Knights of the Full Moon provide the greatest power for magic. The Moon is associated with witchcraft, the supernatural, and sorcery, and is considered to be the prime source of a witch's power. Some even believe the Moon can influence the human mind, that it can cast a spell, make a sane person go mad, or physically transform them into a monstrous beast. The Moon is much further than it appears in the night sky. It exists across a vast ocean of stars, looming over us through time and space. From Stonehenge to Apollo 11, the Moon has had a profound impact on human history. Yet for all of our knowledge, no one can say for certain who or what created the Moon. For centuries, humans could only speculate about what was happening both on its surface and its interiors. The origins of the Moon are still debated by the world's top scientists. Our species seeks to unlock the doors of the universe, and we don't even know what's behind them. Our Moon is a thing that should not be, a miracle of the cosmos. Its very existence is an astrological anomaly. It all seems a bit too perfect, which begs a question that should fill us all with cosmic dread. What if the moon isn't what we think it is? What if the moon was intelligently designed? What if it is something else entirely? Do you think I'm spooky? I told my mom I thought I saw a werewolf. And my mom believed me. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay! Serious crap! You think these people were eaten? My dog stepped on a bee? Unidentified flying objects. I think that fits the description pretty well. Haunted human remains. He's dead. But he has the power to move and kill. She was bludgeoned to death with an axe. <laughs> A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. When I stand on the mountain and I say, do it, it gets done. If it don't get done, then I'll move on it. And that's the last thing in the world you want me to And this is the Spookies Podcast. <laughs> Hi. 
Hunter Biden's laptop floated in the vastness of space. It was being pulled towards the Democrat moon base by a tractor beam created by Dr. Fauci and other dark Brandon Pizzagate scientists. Stephanie, I don't trust no moon. It is fake and taking our jobs. The moon is a liar. The moon is my enemy. The moon is conspiring against hardworking Americans. 5,000 years ago, when the Lord baby Jesus Christ made Earth, the FBI, with the help of Barack Hussein Obama and O'Biden, not Biden, O'Biden, created the moon so satanic Democrat pedophiles could perform their rituals. They could build a base on the moon. They can engineer a virus, not something fake like a COVID scamdemic. I'm talking about something serious. Like the gay virus. It is a hollow moon, and you know what it's filled with. Immigrants. Mexicans. Our tax dollars are going to Mexicans in the moon. <laughs> They're bringing tacos, Telemundo, and space nachos. The moon has betrayed America. We need to build a wall to keep them out. Tenfold won't keep the satanic moonbeams out. The earth is flat, and the moon is hollow, and manufacturing the gay virus. The woke virus. Woke moon. Moon cracks open and a transgender athlete named She-Hulk pops out to spread the gay virus. She-Hulk is turning your kids gay. Plenty of evidence out there on Facebook. You could cut a tennis ball in half, Stephanie. That's the moon. The hollow moon. UFOs could be taco trucks. Flying taco trucks. Piloted by Bigfoot. Part ape. Part man. All lizard. Lizard Illuminati. Wake up, sheeple. Connect the dots. It's on tape. Do the math. All roads lead to Dark Brandon. The moon is bullshit. Somebody else is on the moon. <laughs> there are things going on up there, and I don't like it. Uh, uh, are you all right over there? I drank a whole two liter of Mountain Dew, and my heart is about to explode in my chest. Sounds like it. I am Michael. And I'm Stephanie. And welcome to season three of the Spookies podcast, a podcast of horrors both real and imagined. It is spooky season, and we are back. This is season three, episode one, The Phantom... Uh, what? <laughs> the Hollow Moon. I hope you guys all had a great summer. Are you guys ready for stupid? I'm ready for stupid. <laughs> this is going to be probably the most idiotic episode since the dinosaur conspiracy one. Although the Hollow Moon is not as dumb as it sounds. Believe it or not. I don't think they're going to believe it. The moon is not the moon, Stephanie. That's today's episode in a nutshell. Now, before we begin, mm -hmm. I have to ask, Stephanie, why are baby boomers always bragging about how they landed on the moon? Because they're always taking credit for everyone else's achievements. They were bratty kids who watched it on TV. Do they think they crashed planes into the Twin Towers? <laughs> they watched that on TV. <laughs> baby I'm boomers didn't land on shit. <laughs> It was the greatest generation, in case you're wondering. I watched it on TV, so I did it. <laughs> That's not how it works. No, boomers. All you ever did was destroy the future. You're an abject failure. I hope you die alone or buried in an unmarked grave. Maybe a shitty old CRT TV can be your tombstone. <laughs> What's a C? You know, the tube TVs. Oh. <laughs> you know, the really heavy ones that are hard. To... That could crush you as a child. Yeah, you, they fall on your head. Oh, yeah. Your we head's had one gone. literally fall over and it almost killed us as kids. So. Wasn't there an episode of Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries where somebody's head was crushed by a, a forklift? Oh, they tried to say some kind of heavy equipment machinery thing. Like, guy put his head behind the wheel. He turned it on and then he ran back behind it, and then he let it roll over his head. Nobody's well, you, doing you that. You could do that with a television. You just 
fall splat you're dead well i mean there were actual cases of that they were on these like rickety ass stands these tube tvs and they were really easy to tip over kind of like the ikea furniture and now people just post these stupid videos of them smashing a tv when they lose the football game or oh one of their expensive flat screens nerd rage over you know playing elden ring and they like break it with a bat Mm -hmm. i'm mad i would divorce you over ruining our tv well i would do the same to you So, Stephanie, did you know there is actually a Facebook group that says the moon isn't real? I mean, it's Facebook. It's going to Facebook. There is also a website called whobuiltthemoon.com. <laughs> of course there is. And I just love the fact that they were able to register that domain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I shit you not. <laughs> Howibuiltthemoon.com. It is run by two guys named Christopher Knight and Alan Butler. Their theory is that if you look at human society... One out of ten people are criminals. Is this based on any data? No, they just pulled it out of their ass, and here we are. (laughs) And the same applies to all life in the universe, you see. (laughs) One out of ten space aliens are criminals. And the moon is a hideout for alien criminals. Alien outlaws, alien cowboys, rapist aliens, gangbanger aliens, serial killer aliens, aliens with government secrets on their laptops. Laptops they sold at pawn shops for spice <laughs> they are all hiding inside the moon this is a criminal enterprise on the moon so the moon is the cantina from star wars that's what you're telling me it's Mos Eisley, yeah <laughs> and and where exactly were christopher knight and alan butler on january how 6th? dare you stephanie yes. that's deep state maga talk <laughs> are you turning into blue maga are you drinking wine and watching rachel maddow <laughs> jesus so, Stephanie, ha- you've been to the moon, haven't you? What? No. I could have sworn I saw you on a broom circling the moon a few weeks ago. <laughs> this is what she does when she gets pissed off. She gets on a fucking broom, just flies up in the air. I'm going to burn you with that broom. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to hate me for saying this, Stephanie, but I have always found the moon um, disturbing. What? Something about it has always bothered me ever since I was a kid. Really? It radiates something ancient, something otherworldly, something threatening. Threatening? The moon is this great mystery in the sky, something from another world looming over our own. It's almost Lovecraftian. The moon is an answer to a question we forgot how to ask. I have this vivid memory of taking an ex-girlfriend to meet my parents when I was in college. And it was at night, and the moon was full. And my father, who is a vet, he fought in the Great War. He meets us outside. He tilts his head back, you know, like a wolf, and starts howling at the moon. I can totally see this. Like a patient from a Victorian insane asylum. And yes, back in the day, they were called insane asylums. Before we got all woke. He really freaked her out. So much so that she grabbed my arm and said, I don't like that man. He scares me. He looks like he robs graves. <laughs> she was like, who is that? And I was like, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he, you walk up to the front door? No, he meets us outside. Oh, so is he standing in front of the front he door? He starts walking across the parking lot towards us. Because, you know, this is like... Are they in an apartment complex or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're living in an apartment. Your parents were so weird. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they totally could have had a house, and they were living in an apartment. Well, because he wanted to scare people by being a werewolf. (laughs) 
That was Bert. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because Bert never wanted to be tied down in one place for very long. I mean, he was just always pushing to move somewhere, right? Yes. Right. So I guess that does kind of make sense considering. But, you know, when you think of old people, you think of them being established in a home. And he did look like he wanted to rob graves. (laughs) Was his hair all messy? You know, uh, I miss your dad so much. You know, the Bram Stoker's Dracula movie, you know, the oh, guy, yeah. the Ren- Renfield. Yeah. Uh, Tom Waits. <laughs> oh, is that who it is? Yeah, that's, I always forget it's Tom Waits. Visualize that. <laughs> and that's Bert. But Native American. Yeah. Well, pseudos mixed with a bunch of other shit. Heinz 57, Native American. I don't. He looks pretty goddamn 100%, honestly. Okay, let's move on. Sorry. Sorry. The moon freaks me out. It freaks me out, and I don't like it. <laughs> a NASA scientist named Robin Brett once said, it seemed much easier to explain the non-existence of the moon rather than its existence. And this is NASA, guys. This is science. You love science. <laughs> so for research on this case, I watched a lot of the History Channel and read some David Icke. Oh, God. You know, credible sources. <laughs> scholarly work. The History Channel is great because they have some guy on who says he's a professor of ancient aliens. <laughs> You know, a degree that doesn't exist. <laughs> and they always have crazy hair. And I'm not talking about that guy who says, I'm not saying it's alien. No, not that guy. There's a bunch of other guys. The guy with the weird uh, receding hairline and it's like sticking all upright. Yeah, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the other guys with crazy hair. <laughs> crazy hair is a must if you're going to be an expert on ancient aliens. If you're going to be a kook. Crazy and- hair. <laughs> a degreed kook. <laughs> and... They always present these guys to the viewers like they're some incredible astrophysicists. Right. And and the guy will say, well, I didn't finish college and I don't have any intention of doing so, but I'm working on my degree from the University of Guam. <laughs> so, Stephanie, when did the hollow moon theory really start to become a thing? The first publication to mention a hollow moon was H.G. Wells' 1901 novel, The First Men in the Moon. In the 1970s, Soviet scientists proposed that the moon is a massive space station built by some unknown alien beings in an article called, Is the Moon the Creation of Alien Intelligence? It was not published in any peer-reviewed journals, but on what was basically the Soviet equivalent of the Reader's Digest. I mean, who's going to peer-review? Like I said. In the Soviet Union. Like I said. (laughs) Credible sources. (laughs) And what could be more credible than Soviet state propaganda? Yes! <laughs> what all the Gen Z kids on leftist Twitter call the news. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea. They have no idea. So let's get to the theories about the origin of the moon. The big fake hoax in the holographic sky simulation universe <laughs> thing. I mean, for the record, I love the moon. I'm a moon worshiper. Oh, I know, you sacrifice many babies to it. <laughs> I thought they were virgins. Virgin babies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So David Icke, God bless him, conspiracy theorist and self-proclaimed son of God. This is true. You can look it up. And British person. He's British, yeah. And he wears a, you know, he wears like a turquoise tracksuit sometimes. Why? He wears that, you know, in... Dark, like a velour You know in the X-Files suit? and Darkness... No, it's, it's that jacket. You know in the X-Files... Or it's that parachute material from the 80s. You know in the X-Files... Mm-hmm. In Darkness Falls, that jacket Scully's wearing with the blue and the pinks. Oh, from the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. wears that. Oh, so stuff from ancient times. Well, That's he, now considered vintage, and si- I feel old. He is 70, so he is pretty ancient. <laughs> Why is he wearing that still? 
David Icke, our Lord and Savior, no. claims the moon is actually a giant, hollowed-out alien space station parked in orbit around Earth by advanced technological aliens, lizard Illuminati. In other words, Democrats created the moon. <laughs> now, according to David Icke, the moon is a long-abandoned space station that was refitted presumably by the lizard people, Illuminati, to control the human race. Kind of like what's been going on in Westworld. That's mm-hmm, what the moon's mm-hmm. doing. But who does he think the lizard people really are? Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who else? God! <laughs> now, this is what is known as the moon spaceship theory and is the basis for countless prog rock album covers. I mean, it's fine for the prog rock. Yeah. It's cool. It's fine for many things. It is important to remember that Ike believes that these lizard aliens are not only from another planet, but another dimension, the lower level of the fourth dimension. But they happen to be Jewish? The Jews are everywhere. (laughs) the fuck? David Ike, a.k.a. Space Jesus, (laughs) merges conspiracy theory with New Age mysticism. His brain is stuck in the 1990s. So in that aspect, I find him very relatable. (laughs) I do not. I do not. David Icke is what is known as a fantasy-prone personality. In layman terms, he's a paranoid psychotic. (laughs) He does deserve some credit for exposing pedophile rings in the UK and asking some um, provocative questions about the moon. Given the anomalies of the moon, it is perfectly reasonable, in my opinion, to ask such questions. I mean, he did nail Prince Andrew. Before anyone was talking about Prince Andrew. So Mm. I'll I'll give him that. Yeah, he deserves that. Yeah, he deserves that. The culture of conspiracy theory erodes our critical thinking skills. People who believe in conspiracy theories are prone to apophenia, illusory pattern perception. Our tendency as a species to see patterns that aren't there. Which is also the beginning stages of schizophrenia. Yeah, like you and that so-called face on Mars. It's a fucking face! It is a face! David Icke agrees with you. (laughs) actually a face what if the face on mars is actually sylvia brown it's not it's just a face did you ever think of that it could be sylvia brown's face it is not but what if you learn that would it change the way you look at sylvia brown if her face was on mars i i don't know what i would think would you worship sylvia brown no because she was human jack kirby drew sylvia brown (laughs) it's not sylvia brown it's just i don't know who it's probably some god of the ancient aliens Of aliens who used to live on Mars. Okay, David. Uh, (laughs) So, Stephanie, who built the moon? Was it Jews? No. YouTube told me it was Jews. No. And when... When has YouTube ever been wrong? When? (laughs) Every time. Can you name one time YouTube has been wrong? Uh, Like every day, all the time. (laughs) We have people like Joe Rogan (laughs) and Russell Brand and Cracker Jacker Whacker Whacker on there telling everybody... That, you know, the earth is flat and you need to take DMT. When has YouTube ever been wrong? The algorithm has not failed me. But anyway, who built the moon? The truth is, we actually don't know. This is true. I mean, we don't know how it comes into being. Whether it's built or man-made. That's the question. It's unusual orbit, it's density, it's composition. It's still a mystery. Yep. Science still hasn't been able to explain how or when the moon was formed. So there is a chance, <laughs> albeit a very slim one, that the Jews built the moon. <laughs> they did not build the moon. George Soros <laughs> sacrificed the blood of many infants to create the moon through satanic lizard magic, correct? No, no. 
David Icke did a killer PowerPoint on this. <laughs> so what are some of the theories about how the moon was formed that don't involve Jews? Okay. The non-anti-Semitic theories, <laughs> the fake theories, the deep state theories, the Democrat theories. Uh, uh, all right, let's get into it. <clears throat> Number one, fission theory. In the 1800s, George Darwin, the son of Charles Darwin, suggested that the moon looked so similar to the Earth because at one point in Earth's history, Earth might have been spinning so fast that part of our planet spun off into space, but was kept there tethered by Earth's gravity. Proponents of fission theory believe that the Pacific Ocean might be the site where the would-be moon material came off of Earth. So according to this theory, the Earth was spinning extremely fast. Uh Uh-huh. So fast that it could never sustain life. This ancient Earth was a lot like Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) or a giant ball of cookie dough and was spinning so fast globs of debris started flying off of it and were blasted into space. The moon flies off of the Earth and forms its own celestial body. So it flies off in chunks and then the chunks coalesce again and form... Or just one big chunk flies off. A big round chunk. Yeah. How is it round? Hmm, because that doesn't make any sense, and I think it's kind of stupid. I can't believe a scientist came up with this. Actually, I kind of can, but it is the son of Charles Darwin, and maybe that's why it's disappointing, because it's Charles Darwin. Yeah. Sounds to me they have no fucking idea how the moon was formed, so they pulled something out of their ass. It spun so fast that a perfectly circular moon flew off of the Earth. I mean, come on. I don't believe that. It doesn't make sense to me. That's not all. (laughs) There's something else wrong with this theory. Something anti-Semitic from David Icke? No, I see no evidence of Jewish involvement with the formation of the moon. Well, that's good to hear. Trust me, as a card-carrying member of the International Jewish Conspiracy, (laughs) I would know if my people were involved. (laughs) I hope my check from George Soros does not bounce. Yeah, I could use that. It better not. (laughs) Stephanie, when moon rocks were analyzed and introduced to the equation, they largely debunked this theory because the moon rock composition differed from those in the pacific ocean in short the pacific ocean is too young to be the source of the moon Hmm. yeah to be fair fission theory isn't very popular among current scientific consensus okay was was it ever popular i don't know i think it kind of was at one point okay well that makes back in the day of charles darwin well yeah that makes sense i mean it's not like they had advanced telescopes and stuff so you know i'm okay i'm just gonna call it the sonic the hedgehog (laughs) by the way those movies are shit I'm just going to say that to troll people. <laughs> every time. I've heard they're entertaining, but I can't get over how bad the animation looks. And I, I think love, it's creepy. I love the Sonic. I don't the, like the way it looks. I love the Sonic the Hedgehog. I know they thought the original was bad, but I think the new stuff is creepy. I don't I think it looks weird. I like the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Mm-mm. I hate people who love those movies. And that's it. <laughs> that's some of our people. <laughs> I know. Well, they don't know I really hate them. So. You do not hate them. <laughs> You're such a liar. Oh, okay. So what is the next theory? Okay. Number two capture theory does this involve michael jackson and kindergartners that's fucking gross oh come on stephanie he really loved those kids he bought them so many balloons okay so capture theory the amber heard gonna get you theory (laughs) what is it (laughs) like she captured elon musk and is blackmailing him for her baby (laughs) Could be the Olivia Wilde theory, too. I don't think Elon has impregnated Olivia Wilde. I said on Twitter (laughs) that I want to see Olivia Wilde and Amber Heard fight with chainsaws. (laughs) And 
I am standing by that statement. I want to see that, and I think a lot of people, including a lot of woke feminists, want to see that. Who do you think would win? I actually think Amber Heard would win because she's more crazy. She's meaner. She's meaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's she's why. from Texas. And she's more unhinged. And she's from Texas. Yeah. Let's get to caption theory. Okay, okay. Back to capture theory. The capture theory suggests that the moon was once a wandering celestial body that originated elsewhere in our solar system, completely independent of Earth. That while traveling past Earth billions of years ago, the moon got trapped in our planet's gravitational force while passing the planet. I've heard this as well. Okay. So the problem with this theory is that the moon would eventually have broken free from Earth's gravity because the gravitational pull would have been profoundly altered by catching the moon. Hmm. Capturing an object as large as the moon is nearly impossible. I mean, this is what the scientists tell me. So we can float around satellites and stuff. That's yeah. okay. Did those, those orbits will eventually decay, though, too, right? With satellites? I don't know. I don't know You're either. asking the wrong person. I know. I know. We need a physicist up here. We're not. <laughs> it's not us. I'm sorry, guys. But we're going to talk about astrophysics. Our skulls stuff. are hollow, just like the moon. <laughs> the moon is one-fourth the size of the Earth, larger than any other planet-to-moon ratio in our solar system. Like I said, capturing the moon is nearly impossible. Yes, and the other issue is that a captured moon would follow an elliptical orbit. However, the moon follows an almost circular orbit. Our own Earth, I think, is slightly elliptical, isn't so, it? So... Checkmate, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you insufferable dickhead. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm sure he agrees that, you know, the moon could never be hollow or there's no aliens. Because Neil deGrasse Tyson is seriously the worst spokesperson for science imaginable. He really is. He makes me hate science. <laughs> he makes me want to become a flat earther and do DMT with Joe Rogan. He goes on Joe Rogan too. So he's a fucking moron. The sound of Neil's voice, to me, is like dragging Gary Busey's testicles across barbed wire. He is a total pompous douchebag. I mean, well, yeah, that's part of it. He's just, he's pompous. And he's, he's a gas bag. And he's smug. And none of those things are inviting to listen to about when you're dealing with uh, abstract theories that are actually really interesting. He has really a massive superiority complex. And his ego just gets in the way of even describing some of these things that are really cool. And also, he's apparently a sexual predator. Yeah, there's that. He's like, hello, baby. <laughs> I'm Neil Tyson. I want to talk to you about the moon. Can you step alone in my apartment? I'll just, I'll just fucking goofy your drink. Like, all uh, you need to do is take off her clothes, and I will show you the cosmos. Is he another Cosby? We don't know that. Mm. It's irresponsible to say that. He's just an asshole. So he, look, he's Joel Osteen for dorks with telescopes, but I digress. <laughs> I like telescopes. People, he, the kind of people that. I want one. <laughs> the kind of people that love Neil Tyson, those are people that worship NASA, Cinema Sins. I like and, NASA too. And say, <laughs> but actually a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but actually that would never happen. In the I hate those people. <laughs> I mean, he's literally partnered with Cinema Sense to debunk the movie Gravity. Oh, I hate that shit. That is so irritating. It's the I fucking love science like, crowd. fuck you. It's a goddamn science fiction movie. Like, fuck off. Let me enjoy my this shit. This episode, anything to do with the hollow moon, this is like a broken glass in your face to the <laughs> I fucking love science crowd. <laughs> well, they're wrong about a lot of things. So there is the hat. <laughs> so what is the third theory of how the moon was formed? Theory number three is the co-accretion theory. 
Co-accretion theory essentially states that the moon and earth were formed together at the same time from a primordial cloud of gas and dust. The hole in this theory is that the moon should have the exact composition as the earth, be comprised of the same materials, yet the moon has almost no iron or precious metals, elements found on earth. Mm -hmm. This theory neglects the explanation of why the moon orbits the earth, nor does it explain the difference in densities between the moon and the earth. So let's talk about the big one. And I do mean big. Theory four, the giant impact hypothesis. Ah, yes. The theory that billions of years ago, Rosie O'Donnell crashed (laughs) into the earth and formed the moon. (laughs) Body shaming. (laughs) Bam. Canceled. (laughs) You're done. Rosie O'Donnell slammed into the moon with the force of a thousand suns. You okay over there? No. You need some crack? Why would I? <laughs> Wouldn't that make it worse? I don't know. You tell me. I think crack is an upper, right? So no. Yeah. Not help. Stephanie's done crack, so. I have not done crack. She's doing crack right now. Oh my God. I am not a Lawrence crackhead. <laughs> we've met plenty of them so far since we've moved. Well, Matt is, is taking it a, a bit far. Well, Rather, they ran at us. <laughs> so, giant impact hypothesis. Okay, okay. What the hell happened? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm bringing myself under control. So, the theory goes like this. That the moon was formed from a cataclysmic collision between the proto-Earth Gaia and a Mars-sized planet approximately four and a half billion years ago in the Hadean Eon, about 20 to 100 million years after the solar system coalesced. The colliding body is sometimes called Thea, from the name of the mythical Greek titan who was the mother of Selene, the goddess of the moon. And her heart will go on. <laughs> so after the short break, we will talk about why we think the Earth has a really spooky and really weird moon. Around 2010... Uh, I started looking into uh, space anomalies. Okay. And from there, I recognized some of these anomalies appeared to match some of the megalithic structures on Earth. These are from images from NASA, the European Space Agency, the Russian Space Agency, and so forth. I'm looking at Mars, the moon, uh, Venus, uh, even looking at uh, moons of Saturn. And I started recognizing things that just didn't belong. And so I'm like, if this looks like that, and we have this here on Earth, and this looks like are these, could this be the same ancient culture? Maybe they were, you, you know. You started piecing things and putting two, yeah. two together. Yeah. So I started researching. I started digging into ancient texts, ancient tablets. Long story short, I, short, I've gone through over a million cylinder scrolls, tablets, texts, um, cuneiform stones, cylinder scrolls. I mean, you name it. I've gone through them all. And you are convinced about what now? Knowing I am that. totally convinced that a uh, interplanetary, maybe even intergalactic race came through our area, engaged mankind, created multiple breakaway civilizations in this sector of the galaxy, and ruled for probably millions of years before it collapsed. Did they seed us? I believe that we were seeded uh, based on my conversations with the Aboriginal elders when I went to Australia. Sure. I believe that they were seeded. You've been they, everywhere. I've been everywhere, yeah. Oh my gosh. They said that uh, we were seeded here. We were the first people seeded on this planet by the Pleiadians. NASA and the government just love people like that guy you just heard. 
the type of Moombats who will believe in almost anything, no matter how bizarre, and pursue the craziest shit with abandon. I mean, yeah, the government uses these crackpots because they're so laughable and absurd. They help brand anyone who questions the official narrative about the moon as a lunatic. They are useful idiots, as the Russians like to say, for the government. Like all the QAnon nuts, flat earthers, and lizard Illuminati theorists. When you watch a lot of the videos on people who believe in the hollow moon theories, you begin to notice that these guys, and yes, it is almost always men, (laughs) are in the midst of deep emotional turmoil. They all have this hollowed look in their eye, pun intended. (laughs) Like they are going through a nasty divorce or their dog just died. (laughs) Jesus. They are raging against the enemy, the moon. (laughs) In their minds, the moon is out to get them. I mean, it's just a celestial body. How can a moon... No, it's the moon. No. (laughs) You're about to find out what the fuck it is. What is it? (laughs) I went down the rabbit hole of crazy and discovered there's actually is a conspiracy theory that Hunter Biden is inside the moon. I mean, I thought we were just joking about Hunter Biden. No, we're not. And and just in case, who is Hunter Biden for those who don't know? The son of Dark Brandon. (laughs) Joe Biden, the current president of the United States. God, that Dark Brandon shit is stupid. (laughs) You see, when we see Hunter Biden on Earth, that's just a hologram. No. He is projecting himself by means of telepathy from an undisclosed location deep within the hollow moon. So, like Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. And that's not all. You see, Hunter Biden is, in fact, the moon itself. Uh, The whole moon? Somebody else is on the moon, and his name is Hunter Biden. (laughs) Now, according to this theory, the moon is actually a giant living being, a living planet with a humanoid extension of itself. And when you look up into the night sky, and you see the moon, (laughs) and it has Hunter Biden's face on it, (laughs) With a crack pipe hanging out of its mouth. Its moon mouth? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that would explain all the pockmarks and craters on the moon. You know, from all the drug use, meth. Of course, only those who have accepted Donald Trump as their lord and savior can see it. It's like they live. Like, if you worship Trump, you can see the truth, man. Right, of, of course. I will say that I often see Trump's face when I look at maps of the state of Alabama. (laughs) Why not Mississippi? It could be Mississippi, Tennessee, Texas, Kansas, whatever. What I love about this theory is Trump supporters who think Hunter Biden is the moon man are basically saying that he is a god that devours realities. I mean, he's just a troubled person with a drug abuse problem. No, he is the moon. (laughs) He literally is the moon man. God. (laughs) He is a threat, an existential threat to our very being. I mean, how many times has Trump Jr. been on TV, literally high on cocaine, his pupils dilated the size of moons, doing that thing with his jaw? I think that... But he's not in the moon? No, I think Hunter Biden and uh, Don Jr. are the same person. That's my conspiracy theory. (laughs) All drug addicts look alike to me. I can't tell them. <laughs> okay. So normally on this pod, we play armchair psychologist. But today we are playing armchair astrophysicist. Badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the reasons we should believe the moon is not what it appears to be, Stephanie? What is the main reason some conspiracy theorists believe the moon is hollow? Let's get to the pseudoscience. <laughs> Inject it into my veins. 
On November 14, 1969, Apollo 12 performed an experiment. With everyone safely back in the command module, they crash-landed their lunar module on the moon. It landed with a force of 11.5 tons of TNT. And what happened? What they found was that the moon rings like a bell, reverberating sometimes for hours at a time. Not knowing much about the moon's material composition, NASA and the Apollo astronauts were astounded by what they heard and the results that it entailed. The moon's density was significantly less than the Earth's. And then there's Kenneth Johnson, a former aerospace worker, who claims he overheard several NASA scientists mention something strange about the moon. The scientists allegedly were talking about how the moon wobbled from the impact of the crash and detonation. The moon not only rang like a gong, but the whole moon wobbled in such a precise way that it was almost as though it had gigantic hydraulic damper struts, a form of machinery intended to control spring oscillation. It was as if the moon housed an artificial spring system designed to counteract the blow from the detonation. Like shock absorption on a skyscraper. Exactly. Do you know what this would mean? What? It would mean the moon is hollow. <laughs> as hollow as a skull beneath Tim Pool's beanie. <laughs> Space is scary, Stephanie. Space is scary. <laughs> Astrophobia. I have it. The moon is giving me astrophobia. The moon is so cool. Space is scary because it's like the ocean. We don't know what's out there. It's this vast unknown. I find that thrilling. We don't know what's out there. I also find the ocean thrilling. And we don't know what's beneath the surface of the ocean. The ocean is kind of like space on Earth. It, it is. It's its own environment and ecosystem. Yeah. The further down you go into the ocean. So depending on how, how deep it is. When I look at the moon or when I look at the planets, I just feel how small we are. And that bothers me. That scares me. Oh, I think it's like, to me, it's something else altogether. I have this kind of Lovecraftian fear of the <laughs> insignificance of man. And when I look up into the stars, that's what I see. We've always been insignificant. And I think that is an ego issue. With human beings. No, you're always telling me humans are special. I don't mean that we're... I don't know how to describe it. Well, are the things inside the moon, the moon people, are they special? <laughs> the moon people. <laughs> the little, like, creatures, outlaw men that are in the moon? <laughs> you mean Hunter Biden's pirate minions that are up there? <laughs> it's Hunter Biden, it's Don Jr. They're all in together. <laughs> By the way... Hunter Biden was next door neighbors to Tucker Carlson, which means they're in cahoots. <laughs> Read up on it. According to Carl Sagan and Isaac Asimov, planets in our solar system are formed by gathering rocks, dust, particles, and gas. They snowball over time, meaning a natural satellite cannot be a hollow object. A hollow moon cannot exist in nature. It would have to be, by definition, extraterrestrial. There was also a top-secret classified experiment conducted by NASA on the Apollo 17 mission in 1972. It was called Chapel Bell. Hmm. That name alone implies sound waves and the ringing of a bell. Nobody knows what Chapel Bell is. No one knows what the hell they were doing up there. 50 years later, and NASA still won't talk about it. And why all the secrecy at NASA after all these years? What are they hiding? The results had to be something unexpected, something mind-blowing about the moon that NASA didn't want the world to know. 
Well, one possibility is the potential cultural impact of extraterrestrial contact. They don't believe we're ready to know what they found. The world might not be ready. NASA clearly believes as much. That the truth about contact with extraterrestrial life would cause existential dread and societal collapse. Are they correct? The truth is we don't know. Now, I was once called an anti-Semite by somebody on Twitter because I said I don't trust NASA. <laughs> All I said was NASA stands for never a straight answer. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very token conspiracy nutbag phrase. Uh-huh. They have lied to the public for decades, and I got called an anti-Semite for questioning. Why anti-Semitism? I don't understand how that has to do with NASA. Now, here's what's ironic about this person calling me a Jew hater for being critical of NASA. Number one, I do have some Jewish heritage. Not that you can't be Jewish and be a bigot, because you can, but, you know. Yeah, Ben Shapiro comes to mind. Yeah. Number two, what do Jews have to do with NASA? How does being suspicious of NASA equate to anti-Semitism? Yeah, that's what I don't get. And then we have the most important part, which is number three. (laughs) 1,600 Nazi German scientists, engineers, and technicians were taken from the former Nazi Germany to the United States to develop next-generation military technology. This is not a conspiracy theory. It is history. It was called Operation Paperclip. Mm Mm-hmm. Rather than be held accountable like other important figures in Nazi Germany, they installed them at NASA. Dr. Werner von Braun, a card carrying member of the Nazi Party, launched America's space program. Essentially, NASA was founded by Nazis. I mean, of course it was. I mean, everything in this country is horrible. So, of course. They also built our highways based on Nazi engineering. I don't think, know if a lot German of German engineering that. is strong, man. Yeah, it is. Strong, man. Get it? <laughs> I mean, basically what you're saying is that the man responsible for America landing on the moon was a Nazi war criminal. Allegedly, Stefan. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, he was a war criminal. No, allegedly we landed on the moon. <laughs> we came really close to having an actual Nazi moon base, didn't we? It is funny you should say that because after World War II, rumors circulated that German astronauts had traveled to the moon and established a top secret facility there. <laughs> Some even speculated Hitler faked his own death, fled the planet, and lived out the rest of his days in an underground Nazi moon base. Right, right. In the hollow moon. Mm, Okay. In 1958, the U.S. Air Force actually considered detonating a thermonuclear weapon on the moon called Project A-119. It was a top-secret project that utilized the talents of some of America's top Nazi scientists. They wanted to detonate a nuke. On the moon? This sounds like a really bad idea. Officially, the aim of the project was to detonate a nuclear bomb on the moon to help answer some of the mysteries in planetary astronomy and astrogeology. It was canceled because scientists realized the bomb blast would be terrible for humanity. You mean it could actually knock the moon out of its... uh... No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't actually do that. It wouldn't do that. No, it, it would, would, knock it it would have its, no uh... effect on the orbit. Orbit, that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Based on what my research said, that would have no effect. Because that's my biggest worry. It's not it. That's not the issue. (laughs) No? Pieces of the nuclear fallout would actually rain down on Earth. Okay. And wipe out satellites and spacecraft in orbit. Because that was my next concern. (laughs) It would also eliminate any chances of human colonization of the moon in the future. Right. It'd be radioactive. You can't go up there now. Many researchers and former NASA employees believe that unofficially, it was meant to see if they could provoke any life forms on the moon. Draw them out. (laughs) 
<laughs> Send them a message that we have harnessed the power of the atom. <laughs> Aliens, Russians, anyone that threatened the blob. What is the blob again? The military-industrial complex. Ah, uh, yes, that blob. You have to remember, this was a time when the military-industrial complex believed the wars of tomorrow will be fought in the cosmic realm of space. Do they really think that? Wait, yeah. they still do, because Trump did, what was it called? Space Sp- Force. Yes, it sounds like some shit from Team America. No, it sounds like G.I. <laughs> Joe. One of the last <laughs> phases of G.I. Joe action figures in the 90s was called Space Marines or Mega Marines. <laughs> it's, or- it's Team America, man. America! Fuck yeah! So, so Project A1, which makes you think of A1 steak sauce. Yes. Project A119 was canceled because scientists realized the bomb blast would be terrible for you, man. <laughs> so that was it. They ended it. <laughs> they were like, hold on. Yeah. It this took could them be that long to realize, you know, that this might not be a good idea. I mean, there not there still like radiation in some of those deserts where they've detonated? I don't know. Well, there's radiation of- on the moon. The moon is much more radioactive than the Earth. Well, I thought that was because there was no atmosphere. It's cosmic radiation. Cosmic radiation from the sun. But you got to think about it. Detonating a nuke on the moon is the most American thing I can think of. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's, of course, Americans would think of this because it's so fucking dumb. Okay. After the break, we're going to talk about evidence of life on the moon. We're in the third dimension. What we tend to not understand is that time really doesn't exist. Clocks exist. Big time mainstream quantum physicists and theoretical physicists are admitting that this is true now. We've been given this functional arrow of time which puts us in one specific direction so that we can organize our thoughts and our days and our years and weeks and what we're gonna do and what we're gonna meet up with somebody and everything else. So we have this ability to coordinate and collaborate with each other. However, if you understand that time is also an illusion, it's something that you can use as a tool, but if you also understand that it's an illusion, then you can actually master time and you can maximize what you're doing on this planet. Because if you go in all the higher dimensions, you know, we're in the third. So if you draw a line on a piece of paper, that's the first dimension. If you then connect those lines and and, uh, create a house on a piece of paper, that's a two-dimensional structure, or you can move that into a computer. Anything you see in a computer that looks 3D is actually 2D. And because we're in the third, we can see down into 2D, we can see all the way down obviously into 1D, and we can manipulate those dimensions from our higher selves. Couple for me, but you're familiar with uh, Robert Anton Wilson. Yeah. And I just liked it because it was funny and it tied a lot of points of interest together and he sort of pointed me in different directions even though he wasn't really a conspiracy theorist no. trying to say anything he just he tied he, he, he put things together I never saw you know right. he'd, he'd connect dots that had never occurred to me which turned me to like holy blood holy grail and some yeah. of these that, other I mean things. that's that, that you've just hit the nail right on the head of my work and what you need to do to understand what's going on connect the dots mm. see there there are dots like banking government all these different things 9-11 um, which in and of themselves are interesting, and you can see that something's not right, but when you connect the dots between apparently unconnected people and and situations and organizations, that's when the tapestry appears and you go, whoa, so that's what's happening. So Stephanie, I've been sitting here thinking. Mm Mm-hmm, here it comes. 
I'm stuck on the baby boomers generation's moon landing obsession. The funny thing about boomers is that they are very proud of the moon landing while being utterly brainwashed into believing it never happened. It <laughs> makes my head hurt. <laughs> they are so sure the moon landing is a hoax. It never happened. But if we did go to the moon, they say, America would do it better than anyone else. <laughs> and if I say do it, it got done. And when we say do it, you better do it. <laughs> we don't need no Stanley Kubrick to fake it. If we wanted to go to the moon, we would send John Wayne into space <laughs> on a flying horse named Cracker. No helmet, no shirt, no problem. He ain't no sissy. And he would fight communist dinosaurs with his big American gun. He would shoot the dinosaurs on the moon dead like a God-fearing American. He would plant a MAGA flag on the pile of corpses of all the dinosaurs he killed. The animal rights activists would cry like all them she-males and vegan immigrants... <laughs> Yes, there are indeed conspiracy theories that dinosaurs are on the moon. So like Hunter Biden and dinosaurs are cohabitating on the moon? Dinosaurs are living on Hunter Biden's face like ticks on a dog? This concept of dinosaurs being on the moon is actually more complicated <laughs> than it seems. See, scientists believe that the meteor that supposedly killed the dinosaurs was traveling at such tremendous speed that as the asteroid collided with the Earth in the sky above it where there should have been air, the rock had punched a hole of outer space vacuum in the atmosphere. That's not how that works. No, no, no. This is, no, no, this is real science. What? As the heavens rushed in to close this hole, enormous volumes of Earth were expelled into orbit and beyond. Oh, that theory. All within a second or two of the impact. With the earth and rock went dinosaur bones. Wait, did the dinosaur bones just reanimate themselves into a full-fledged dinosaur then? No. At the end of their world, little bits of them were buried on the moon and probably Mars as well. This is wild. This is a total mindfuck. Wait, wait, wait. So this is a real thing that actually occurred. This is a theory by some paleontologists is that oh, in all likelihood, were... the impact was okay. so extreme that dinosaur remains were flung into space and are on the moon in Mars. The thing that killed the dinosaurs is what you're saying. No, the bones of the dinosaurs. Yeah. They're on the moon. <laughs> See, I thought we were still in a moon conspiracy. So we you, are. You've thrown me into there, Well, it's a conspiracy. There are dinosaurs on the moon. <laughs> live dinosaurs. I thought you meant live dinosaurs like dino writers. No. Dinosaur bones. <laughs> So, is, is this the giant asteroid theory of, of dinosaur death? Is yeah, it that same it's asteroid? the lamestream media fake version of what happened. We all know what really happened, which is that aliens killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> or the moon did. The moon is a dinosaur killer. Because Hunter Biden is the moon, and Hunter Biden is a serial killer. Him and Killery are in it together. <laughs> Don't you know anything? Listen to CNN all day. <laughs> Wait, CNN is trying to be Fox. What about No, what about they're that? liberal. <laughs> Anyone to the left of Atul the Hun in America is liberal. <laughs> so, Atul the fucking Hun? <laughs> so, Stephanie, why is the moon bullshit? Guys. The following information may cause permanent brain damage. If you're pregnant, cover your ears. 
Pregnant ladies, cover your ears. We don't want to be responsible for what this information might do to your child. <laughs> what is so unusual about our moon? I mean... The not moon. The <laughs> not moon. And for one thing, the moon is larger than it should be. With a diameter that is 27% the size of the Earth, a third of the Earth's size, it is far, far bigger than any other observable planetary satellite in our solar system, the biggest of which is only 5% of the size of its parent planet. Yes, our moon is a third of the Earth's size. Our moon has big dick Texas-sized energy. (laughs) Other planets have tiny weeny moons. Our moon is a Chad. It gets all the pussy. (laughs) I mean, to put it into context, think of what a third of Jupiter would be, a moon of that size, which would be a ginormous planet. Like I said, our moon gets all the pussy. (laughs) It's Hunter Biden. We know it does. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. What's next? Okay. I'll try to stop wheezing. Get to the not science. (laughs) The The actual science. The moon is much lighter in mass than it should be, given its size. That's because it is a hologram of Hunter Biden. <laughs> the moon is light because holograms are nearly weightless. I thought I thought Hunter Biden was the moon, though. I thought that well, was his entire Well, he game. is a hologram, and he is also uh, physically there, because <laughs> two things could be true at once in conspiracy land. Eat shit, NASA. <laughs> so what else? What you got? You see what I have to put up with over here? <laughs> I'm going to debunk all this fake science, libtard garbage. <laughs> How will I survive? <laughs> you won't. You'll end up like the dinosaurs. You'll be on the moon. My bones. The libtard dinosaurs. My bones will fly off into space. <laughs> John Wayne is going to get you. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I just want to say... John Wayne is gay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being gay, but John Wayne, like Jesus, is really gay. I think for someone who is that homophobic. And racist. And racist. I bet he had a hankering for black men. Just saying. He likes the black dick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on. I don't want to talk about dick. So. <laughs> Makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I just, you know. The moon is much older than it should be, maybe even older than the Earth or the sun. The oldest age for the Earth is estimated to be 4.6 billion years old. Moon rocks were dated at 5.3 billion years old, and the dust upon which they were resting was at least another billion years older. A scientist named Erwin Shapiro, who works at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, said, Looking at all the anomalies and unanswered questions about the moon, the best explanation for the moon is an observational error. It doesn't exist. Uh, huh? Yeah, it means, like, it's an optical illusion. It's not really there. (laughs) Shapiro is a respected figure in astrophysics. His research includes using the gravitational lenses to assess the age of the universe. This is not a quack. This is a guy saying... There's no reason the moon should exist. And this is a common theme with a lot of these big deal intellectuals. And and when I was researching this, is they're like, there's no reason the moon should exist. And that is the one part of this that I'm really, really interested in, is that why are they all saying this? Why is the moon there? Then how is it? Who the fuck is projecting the moon into the atmosphere then? Or whatever. 
No, it could, it could be a, a planetoid. It could be a spaceship. So we have moon rocks. We have things that we've collected from there that is older than the Earth, yet it doesn't exist, according to these scientists. What about the dark side of the moon? The moon should spin, but it doesn't. It always faces us. We never see the dark side of the moon. And this lends credence to the spaceship moon conspiracy theory that the moon is actually a gigantic extraterrestrial craft that was put into orbit to monitor us and influence Earth's biology. This just sounds like Anne McCaffrey sci-fi. To oversee and control its inhabitants. <laughs> the greatest conspiracy of all, the true origin of the human race, panspermia. And what is panspermia? It's a fringe theory. <laughs> of course. Michael, because the YouTube is not good for you. What's wrong with YouTube? <laughs> It might cause brain damage. <laughs> Panspermia has nothing to do with YouTube or spermicide. It was first proposed in the 5th century BC by the Greek philosopher Anaxagoras. It is the theory that life exists elsewhere in the universe, distributed by space dust, asteroids, comets, planetoids, and spacecraft carrying unintended contamination by microorganisms. In short, Stephanie... It was ancient aliens. <laughs> they created humanity. We are genetically engineered by satanic pedophile Democrats <laughs> inside the hollow moon and put here on Earth to go forth and multiply. <laughs> Guys, the tinfoil on my head has crossed the blood-brain barrier. Clearly. Stephanie, there is something very strange about our moon's orbit. And what might that be? Our moon is the only moon of the solar system that has a stationary, near-perfect circular orbit. And the moon is the largest among the planetary satellites relative to the size of the planet it orbits. The placement of the moon in relationship to the Earth and Sun are fantastically precise. A lot of people say the moon has a perfect eclipse that doesn't exist anywhere else in our solar system. But some scientists say this is actually not true. It's not exactly precise mm -hmm. and it's actually getting less precise all the time because the moon is moving further and further away from us. It's moving out of its orbits very yeah. slightly. Yeah over time what else you got what other liberal lies are you throwing at me <laughs> science Is science it? could it be satan science <laughs> it could be just science well that's satan <laughs> the moon is placed in exactly the perfect place to help sustain life through its influence on the tides and the fact that it is the perfect size to completely eclipse the sun is a mathematical impossibility unless you factor in some form of intelligent design like homeschooling <laughs> That's how you get intelligence design. You homeschool your kids. And then they think intelligently, right? Oh, no. And they carry around Bibles. And they all get the same haircut. <laughs> the same funny haircut. What, did they, they turn into polygamists? <laughs> Don't attack the Mormons. <laughs> That'll be its own episode. <clears throat> Brigham Young Conspiracy. <laughs> That's all. You know, that could be. That, yeah, it could be. That could be its own well, episode. We need more haters. So, uh, <laughs> the, moon, uh, the, the moon. This is my part. <laughs> the moon's rotation. What more lies are you having? <laughs> the moon's rotation is perfectly synchronized with the Earth's so that we only ever see one side of it, meaning it rotates on its axis once every 27.3 days and also orbits the Earth once every 27.3 days. So Isaac Asimov, who 
is the legendary author and scientist, and I've heard his books are really, really boring, uh, but I want to try to read them one day. Uh, me too. <laughs> when I'm smart. Uh, he was a very rational and skeptical guy, and he was baffled and astonished by how improbable the existence of the moon is. Yeah. He concluded that the Earth's moon is not a satellite of the Earth, but a sister planet, that the Earth-moon system should be regarded as a binary planet pair. I think that makes sense. Again, not a naturally occurring phenomenon. Right. He also said the moon should not exist. This just not exists. And he's not a kook. He's not. He's a, no, he, no, no, he's he not. He doesn't believe there's like, you know, little men inside the moon. And so, definitely the reason we never see the dark side of the moon is because Hunter Biden doesn't want us to see the back of his head. That's all it is. <laughs> All right, so what is the composition of the lunar surface? What is the weird thing about the composition? And, and I do think this is strange. So underneath the layer of space dust on the surface, the moon is made largely out of metal. Countless pieces of evidence from astronomers and NASA scientists have shown that there are dense layers of metal beneath the surface, including pure iron and pure titanium, so pure that they could not have formed under natural conditions. And then there are the moon pockmarks or craters, NASA says they are cavities created by falling asteroids or volcanic explosions. But what's odd about some of these craters is that the bottom of them are actually convex, meaning the surface curves outward rather than inwards. It's like an optical illusion. That is very odd and mysterious because it is impossible for meteorites traveling at 25,000 miles per hour to make convex craters. This is where things get spooky. It turns out the further back in history you go, the less historical records of the moon there are. There is a disturbing lack of representation of the moon in cave drawings from both the Neolithic and Paleolithic periods, which span between 2.5 million years ago to 4,000 years ago. Now, this is odd considering the sun is heavily depicted. So the question is, was there a time before the moon? Was the moon always orbiting planet Earth? I think that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Zulu legends believe the moon to be hollow and the home of the lizard Illuminati, or as Davidite calls them, the reptilians, a race of intelligent extraterrestrials. The legend states the moon was brought here hundreds of generations ago by two brothers, Wawane and Mapanku, who were the leaders of these reptilian extraterrestrials. The ancient Sumerians had a similar legend about two brothers, extraterrestrial gods who created mankind, the Anunnaki. Now, does this sound plausible to you, Stephanie? Are you going to mock the religion of indigenous people in the name of democratic science devil worship? <laughs> well, I think, let's say, let's just hypothesize for a moment that the moon wasn't here. And for whatever reason, it got pulled into our orbit, either by our own gravitational force or by other sentient life forms. I don't know. But let's say something like that happened. Primitive peoples would have to have an explanation for how a giant body appeared in their night sky as large as the moon when there were only stars well, beforehand. The Zulu claimed that there was a fog all over the earth until the moon showed up. Hmm. And that it also immediately changed the tides. This well, is it in their, would. In yeah, their writing, this is in their writing. Right, and it would. And, and, and I'm assuming the Zulus were keeping things. Um, they have an oral history, and these have been taken out for for generations i would be curious to know what ancient peoples of south america thought what people in north america thought i mean all, all the people i don't want to talk to them i want to talk to david ike <laughs> oh i don't want to talk to david ike <laughs> david ike alone. translates all that hoodoo into real <laughs> no, science no, 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 no. he's a he's a smart guy 
He's got a smart, smooth brain. <laughs> he definitely has a smooth, smooth the brain. Zulu. Like two chicken breasts put into his skull. The Zulu also believe the moon is a giant egg with a dragon inside. I mean, metal. And this is where we also get the idea of the lizard reptilian race. Uh-huh. You know, and that it's hollow. So the hollow moon conspiracy theorists are taking this from primitive concepts from thousands of years ago. No, they're taking it from the internet. <laughs> These are primitive concepts of thousands of years ago. They're taking it from David Icke. <laughs> Who took it from the Zulus. <laughs> yes, but David Icke knows how to translate Zulu mythology into something that makes sense. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he, he doesn't. figured out that the queen is actually a lizard, <laughs> a Jewish lizard alien woman. I don't understand his obsession with Jewish people. Like, the anti-Semitism from this guy is unreal. Well, he just says banking, and we all know what that means. <laughs> Banking, government, corporations, banking, government, banking. You know, that's that's a... That's a hateful sentiment that's been shared for, for millennia about the Jewish people. Yeah, I know. He's an anti-Semite. <laughs> what a terrible thing to say. That doesn't mean he doesn't know how to translate Zulu mythology. <laughs> I mean, Joe Biden's a Satanist. <laughs> Come on. Hunter Biden is the fucking moon. Read up on it. Do I need to open my mind? Yeah. You need to stay woke. <laughs> you need to free your mind. Oh. Now, what's funny about this Zula legend about the giant egg with the dragon inside is mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid, I had a nightmare about the moon cracking open and a monster coming out of it, incinerating the uh, earth with great balls of fire. <laughs> Many ancient civilizations across the world refer to a time when there was no moon. South American legends refer to a time when the moon was not in the heavens. It should be noted the ancient Greek philosopher Aristotle spoke of a time before the moon. It makes you wonder if the Earth needs the moon to survive after all. What exactly would happen if the moon just disappeared? Well, the werewolves have faced mass extinction. (laughs) I'm serious. No one really knows, Stephanie. (laughs) I have seen speculation that the changes to the Earth could range from being barely noticeable to the end of life as we know it. Well, I think not having tides would create considerable upheaval. Given that the moon stabilizes the axis around which the Earth rotates, it's possible there could be dangerous, unpredictable, and abrupt shifts in climate. But if the Earth existed before the moon um, arrived, then the Earth should be fine. So that's the question. Like, if the Earth existed before the arrival of the moon. But, you know, lifestyle would be really radically different thousands of years ago than what we're doing right now. Well, there is a danger that if the moon disappeared, if, uh-huh. it, if, if Hunter Biden decided to leave us, <laughs> uh, our planet could tip over and lie on its back for some millions of years. Hmm. One half of the globe would be in constant sunlight, while the other half would be plunged into an everlasting eternal night and freeze to death. Ah, like the Night King came. Yeah. Blood and fire on one side, ice and wind on the other. Or it could just be the Democrats. (laughs) Some ufologists believe there was indeed a time before the moon, and its arrival nearly caused the extinction of the human race around 12,000 years ago. Between 10 and 12,000 years ago, early man experienced a near-world-ending event, an event so catastrophic it rivaled the destruction of the dinosaurs. Tell me it's Noah's Ark. Tell me it's Noah's Ark. 
Something strange happened to the climate, which resulted in a mass extinction. This was during an unexplained period of climate change when the Earth suddenly returned to glacial conditions, a period known as the Younger Dryas. Hmm. Many researchers believe the civilizations living along the coastlines were wiped out by tsunami. Aha! Noah's Ark! Many believe these were advanced civilizations. Well, I have often wondered if we were already spacefaring and the people who keep coming back to visit us are just us. Well, we can't even spacefare now, so... Yeah, no, because we're idiots. So, <laughs> it's been thousands of These years. These people were idiots, we, too. We haven't, we haven't made it back to, to where we started, is my point. Like, what... That could be a thing. Well, it's time to enter ufologist Rob Shelsky, <laughs> author of Invader Moon. What? No. That's actually the title of his book? Yes. It's, it's very dramatic. Stephanie, people need dramatic examples to shake them out of their apathy. I mean, this guy can't have a girlfriend, can he? I don't think he's the type to go near women. <laughs> Men whose lives are centered around the truth, around proving the moon is hollow, typically aren't the type who can easily get dates. Yeah, I would think not. I, I don't think that would be conducive to attracting... Yes, but he's crusading for the truth, so it doesn't matter. He's, <laughs> he has a higher purpose in life. I guess he just keeps that fleshlight handy. Uh, uh. He's got a lot. He's got this book, and this book is going to change the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Shelsky believes the moon is artificially manufactured and inhabited by moon men. Ah. And not just moon men. Like the Warner Brothers little moon guy? No, 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 no. Xenophobic moon men who want <laughs> nothing to do with us. You know, the most obvious and logical conclusion. Wait, they're, they're bigoted moon men? <laughs> They hate immigrants as much as any earthling named Billy Bob or Billy Ray. So, so, so Space MAGA. Space MAGA lost the Star Wars, Stephanie. <laughs> they are bitter and angry and racing their monster trucks around the moon or surface as they scream, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> This guy, uh, Shelsky, also believes the cause of the mass extinction 12,000 years ago was the moon's arrival, that the arrival of the moon disrupted our climate and created a great flood that nearly wiped out humanity. Here you go, the great flood. <laughs> the great flood. Noah's Ark, here we come. And many ancient civilizations talk of a great deluge of apocalyptic proportions from Mesoamerica to Africa. Every ancient civilization has a flood myth. I do think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that is Why? interesting. Why? That points to something. Yeah. Last year, geologists found evidence of a flood of epic proportions that ravaged Canada 12,000 years ago. It drained an ancient lake that no longer exists. Okay, okay. The moon, air quotes, <laughs> is hollow and fake. We have seen the moon and it is Hunter Biden. The moon is hollow, right? Nope, not so fast. The moon is solid. Wait, how do you explain the moon ringing like a bell? Since those Apollo missions, lunar seismology experiments since then have shown that the lunar body has shallow moonquakes that act differently from quakes on Earth due to the differences in texture, type, and density of the planetary strata. But there is no evidence of any large empty space inside the body. What about my beautiful rock anomalies? <laughs> Rocks found on the moon are much older than ones found on Earth, even though both were supposed to be formed around the same period according to the giant impact theory. Now scientists claim this is because the Earth is still active and produces new rocks 
every day. Well, if aliens didn't build the fake moon, where did the <laughs> fake moon come from? How come I can see the fake moon in the sky? Which, it should be noted, is also fake. Explain to me the existence of the fake moon. I have seen the fake moon with my own eyes. The moon is faker than Meghan Merkel's smile. The scientific method is fact. However, there are alternative facts. <laughs> no, no. From where? Facebook and Steve Bannon's <laughs> podcast. Free of academic repression and Democrat chemtrails. <laughs> the moon is hollow and fake. Space is fake, Stephanie. Prove me wrong. You can't. The sheep will continue to believe the big lie in the sky. Michael, there's something called the mass gravity constant equation. What this means is that if the moon were actually hollow, then it would collapse into itself or disintegrate. Unless all those mountains are also carefully constructed tinfoil. Hunter Biden's moon god face couldn't sustain itself. And since mass attracts other mass in a direct straight line, the gravity of standing on the moon's surface depends directly on the moon not being hollow. On a flat surface, you would feel pulled sideways. The hollow moon, while intriguing, is actual bullshit. Fodder for sad and lonely men. I'm not lonely. <laughs> I just know that if we don't stop the hollow moon, then the dark Brandon rises. <laughs> the moon might be spooky to you, but it isn't hollow. There is no Hunter Biden. No dark Brandon rises. No Bigfoot. No lizard people inside the moon. No moon men. Aliens hollow out the moon and turn it into a UFO. The moon is real. God, I hate science. <laughs> science is no fun. It's so awesome. Okay, I guess the moon is solid. That's boring and I hate it. Yeah, but the mysteries surrounding the moon still remain. It's scary to everybody. No, it isn't. Well, you go to the moon, you'll see. I think you go to space, you'll see. I think it's awe-inspiring. The moon is mysterious. We still have no idea where it came from. Space is vast and scary and the great unknown. There are theories that life on Earth could have never happened without the moon. That doesn't mean the moon is hollow. Conspiracies do exist. NASA is about as trustworthy as Brett Kavanaugh with your teenage daughter. <laughs> I think it is possible there was a time before the moon. I believe in lost civilizations, lost knowledge. Look no further than the burning of the Library of Alexandria. I can buy that. I'm open to that idea. I'm a UFO nutbag, but there is even a line for me. I have a line that I don't cross. <laughs> The hollow moon shit is stupid. Like, She-Hulk TV show level writing stupid. <laughs> it's a scientific impossibility. The issue is that when your entire worldview becomes conspiratorial, you lose all objectivity and start chasing after shadows or laptops. <laughs> well, that was the hollow moon. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Fall goes as planned. We are dropping a special episode later this week with film critic Darren Mooney. We are going to be doing more special episodes that deal with the dark side of Hollywood and the entertainment complex. The entertainment industrial complex. Yeah, I think it's interesting because there's a lot of crime that happens and occurs. A lot of criming in Hollywood? There's a lot of criming in Hollywood. <laughs> more content. <laughs> we are also reestablishing the Patreon. Yep. The Patreon is up and you're going to get a episode in there from me explaining why we chose to do an episode about the hollow moon <laughs> a justification for this nonsense yeah and those will happen with each episode that we drop they're gonna so. be like five minute little you know just me explaining why and why i picked this his thought process how yeah. he wrote it because michael does the lion's share of that part i do all the other annoying i'm things. the researcher he's the researcher and then i'm the editor and other side of it 
Mm-hmm. And we're going to, you know, explain kind of some tonal shifts and things. And episode two of season three will drop next Thursday, September 13th. And we'll continue bi-weekly starting now on Thursdays. It is about an American legend, Bigfoot, the animal man. And if you're worried we have abandoned true crime, don't be. Episode three is about a murderous nurse. There are some truly horrendous serial killers this year on the pod. This was a true crime episode. We murdered science. (laughs) We did murder science. (laughs) We are but visitors on this rock hurtling through time and space at 66,000 miles an hour, tethered to a burning spear by an invisible force in an enigmatic universe. I want to believe that Hunter Biden's laptop is somewhere out there in space, floating across the galaxy. Perhaps one day it will land on a distant planet and intelligent beings from another world will realize how deep the Biden crime syndicate goes. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Later.